Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Throw Up Thursday. Um, guys, today we are drinking some margaritas freshly made. <gasps> they're fucking delicious. Um, they're fucking strong though. Potent. They're potent. Potent. And um, we're actually recording this app before we recorded Wednesday's app. So apologies for yesterday if we literally flew off. But, I mean, we won't know till the future. It's, <laughs> it's all very confusing. But I can already see what's going to happen. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today, guys, we have a guest on. Her name is Nell. She is coming to tell us a story. Um, I guess I'll just let her tell it when she comes on. But, um very excited to get into this one. So welcome now. <laughs> welcome now. Thanks, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Very good. Are good. You, and for the Melbourne, record, right? I'm I'm in Melbourne. Yeah, I'm living. Yeah. I'm living. But I'm drinking a Pinot Gris from Adelaide. So I'm Whoa. with you on the being lit on. Yeah. Fancy Pinot Gris. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that. Um, so do you want to just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? What do you do? How old are you? You know, the, the fun uni question vibe. Yeah, no worries. So my name is Nell. Um, I'm 26 and I live in South Yarra in Melbourne. Um, I'm single. I'm bored in lockdown. (laughs) I drink too much. (laughs) Um, I like, yeah. (laughs) I've been like I'm usually quite into fitness like I used to go to F45 before um lockdown and I've been running but that's sort of mainly to stave off the um the excessive drinking and sad (laughs) eating that's been going on so yeah that's I think that pretty much sums it up love that very I can relate to a lot of that I mean yeah but the drinking and Mm -hmm. the excessive eating Mm -hmm. definitely um what do you do for work Oh yeah, so I work in HR for a mental health and disability not-for-profit. So I've been lucky oh, that nice. I've been busy during lockdown, yeah. like with you know, this whole year, like being busy with work and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So yeah, it's yeah. been good. Do cool. you enjoy it? Working from home? Yeah, working from home. I love it. I love working from home. Um, we're going to soon in Melbourne hit that sweet spot of working from home, but also being able to yeah. go places, which is going to be great. Because then like, you know, you can start getting ready at 4.30. You can wash your hair Literally. during the day. Wow. Like, <laughs> So looking forward to that. Yeah. Do you think once we sort of like the restrictions start easing and stuff, do you think a lot of workplaces will stay a little bit working from home vibes? Yeah, for sure. I reckon my my work in particular, I don't know about other people, but like I think if you want to work from home, they'll be comfortable with that because like yeah, my office cool. is usually, yeah, like really busy. So they're not going to want like heaps of people in. So if I say, hey, mm-hmm. I want to continue working from home, that'll probably yeah. be fine and it works well for me. Love that. You can literally awesome. be like, look, I'm having a few wines and I'm also at work. Well, that's supposed to be right now. So <laughs> <laughs> that would I completely relate because when I, before I stopped working, I would literally be like, oh, it's mm. three o'clock. I better start drinking. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be sitting outside in literally. the sun and I'd be pissed by 5 mm. p.m. Yeah. Loved Beautiful. It. The earlier you stop, the less of a hangover you get the next day anyway. Literally. Exactly. It's true. That's some wisdom to live by. It is. Go. That's why I love day drinking because <laughs> I'm in bed by 10 so p.m. Good. And you wake up. Not fresh, but you know, fresher than you would if you, if you went to bed at five a.m. Yeah, 
And kind of these, like, the benefit of these picnics is, like, Mm -hmm. you are getting lit at, like, 2 p.m. and then you're kind of fine the next day and can go again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I was not fine (laughs) after our picnic. (laughs) I was not fine. I've I've forgotten how to, like, like, drink. Like, I literally woke up the next day. I was like, I need euthanasia right now. (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you go? Um, Faulkner Park. Faulkner Park, yeah. Ah, beautiful. Let's get down to the dirty, nitty-gritty. So do you want to just tell us the story that you sent into the little question box? Yeah, so I don't, like, I don't even really know where to start, but basically I'll give it a sum up and hopefully no one judges me too hard. But um, There's no judgment. judgment. judgment Judgment-free zone. Also, we should probably put a little disclaimer, like, you know, this is 100% a no-judgment zone. Oh, my God, what is wrong with me? Like, what's up the stuttering? Half a margarita and she's off her tits. Um, Yeah, no-judgment. Everyone, you know, does bad things, good things, whatever things. Like, no one's perfect, so don't freaking judge anyone. Yeah. There's no judgment here. And if you're going to be judged, you just don't listen. And I feel like once I sort of explain a little bit, people will like relate to it. So I basically, to cut right to it, I basically cheated on my boyfriend of four years, like in this January. So we, it had been bad for a while. So basically we broke up after the end of the third year of our relationship. I dumped him. I thought like, okay, I'm I was living in Perth at the time. Um, That's where Mm -hmm. I met him. So I decided to stay and stay in the relationship with him there. But my family are in Melbourne. I always wanted to come back to Melbourne. That was a really important thing for me. So at the end of the third year, I was like, look, I'm done. I'm going to move back to Melbourne. This is kind of toxic, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then we were broken up for two months. And over that two months, we were kind of communicating off and on so when I was keen to get back together he wasn't and when he was keen to get back together I wasn't and oh, then the age of the and like unfortunately for me there was an overlap of us both wanting to get back together like in mm-hmm. like you know about two months later and so we did we like caught up and talked through it and all this stuff and he was like I've got all these goals and all these like aims in life and I was like oh he really seems to have thought about it um and at this stage I had transferred my uni degree like I'm studying a master's of public policy um so I transferred it to Monash Mm -hmm. and I was like made all the plans to move over and then you know love one (laughs) obviously it didn't but yeah and so I was like I'll get back with him oh god I was I've been burned and yeah so got back with him had to tell everyone I'd done the whole Facebook status of like I'm moving back to Melbourne finally like it was so embarrassing yeah and then everyone I'd see when I was out was like I thought you were moving back and I was like yeah I was and then no, no, like I was still in Perth. I was going to move in like a month after. Um, I sort of said that I was moving, which was a bit embarrassing, but you know, shit happens. Yeah. And basically, where to, where to from here? I don't want to like rehash the whole year that we were back together, Mm -hmm. but there were just various things that at the start. And I think like you guys can probably relate to this is like when I first got together with him I was 22 and Mm -hmm. there were so many red flags early (laughs) 
Oh, I can relate already. (laughs) And you just, like, I just really, I'd never been in a long-term relationship and I really wanted to be. So I ignored so many red flags. Like Mm -hmm. he, I remember he told me really early that he didn't speak to his dad for six months when they were living together in high school. And I was like, yeah, I know. And I was like, oh, why is that? Like, what? (laughs) Yeah. And because he's so stubborn, I was like, what happened? And he was like, I don't remember. Oh, this reeks of my ex already. <laughs> it literally, like, it stank. I was like, I remember at the time thinking, like, you, how can, if something is so, if something meant so much to you that you didn't speak to someone you lived with for six months, surely you remember what it was. Um, no. but I just, also, that means so petty. Like, if you can't even remember what it is that you're mad about, stop being mad it about was, it. It was not significant Literally. enough. I've tried this whole silent treatment thing. I am. <laughs> someone will call me and I'll be like, hello. Hello, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be like, oh, if I run into someone, I can't help but talk to them. No, yeah, I can't do that. Oh, I've tried it before as well and, yeah, it doesn't work. And then I'm – so that was very early on. Then we were probably two years after we were dating. We went mm-hmm. to this engagement party and his – ex-girlfriend who I didn't know was his ex-girlfriend because he was very shut off it wasn't like oh this person's my ex um here's what you know it just was very like yes I have an ex like you know Mm -hmm. there were no details or anything she's anonymous woman yeah literally and this random girl like walked past us and he I actually feel embarrassed that I even like stuck with him after this this random girl walks past us and he turned to me and he goes don't you fucking dare talk to that slut in the blue dress Oh, oh god yeah I know oh. and I was like what and then he actually I ignored it because I was like okay whatever and then he actually called she walked past again and he actually called her a slut when she oh walked past I know it was fucked and like but you're it's so fucked to look back on these red flags and like we've all had them I'm sure but like I have never met someone that genuinely listens to red flags. Do you know what I mean? Like it's really hard to see them yeah. like, and, and trust them. I know you see them, but you don't like say to yourself, look, maybe that's 100%. fucked. 100%. You don't like, acknowledge you think, them. You think it's fucked and you feel embarrassed and you have that cringe inside you that you're like, all right, Jackie, like let's not fucking date this guy. But then you're still like, anyway, <laughs> it's like, why? It's like you acknowledge it, but you almost put it to the back of your mind. Yeah, you're like, and then when shit goes south, you're like, that's a red flag. That was fucked. Like yeah. what the fuck? Mm. Oh, absolutely. And like I said to like after the party, we did have a bit of an argument because I did say to him like I was like, A, you can't call somebody that, whether you're ex or you're not, you can't do that. But yeah. B, even yeah. if you don't give a fuck about her and you hate her so much you're willing to say that, how do you think it makes me look standing next to you? I look like a fucking yeah, dunce like standing there like Ugh. But you're automatically like tarnished with the same brush because yeah, yeah. you're like mm-hmm. hanging out with him. Exactly. And then the then obviously later on, like that whole label turned to me. Like, and I just didn't see, didn't foresee that happening. But um yeah. um but maybe warranted, I don't I know. know. Always like, oh he would never call me that. Like that would never yeah. like and then you know how the turn tables turn, you're like, oh now I'm all <laughs> that fucking dumb slut in the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm different, hee hee. <laughs> yeah, and you're not. Like that. I know it's actually this is what I find just and I really struggled with this after I broke up my ex how someone can change their whole uh-huh. perception of you and how they look at you and how they talk about you and think about you all suddenly that kind of stuff. Suddenly you're the huge cunt. Suddenly yes. I can go from being you know you 
best friend and mm-hmm. lover to like your actual worst enemy and you both wish like death upon each other. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so weird how the dynamic can completely flip. It's so weird. It's scary. It's so true, so true. And like, yeah, so basically, anyway, that was before we broke up, then we broke up, then we got back together. Um, I won't, he just I'm got very jealous. Like, my heart's racing I'm listening like, to this story. I know. I've had the same vibe. I know. Yeah. Like, I fi- I, like, I'm clenching my butthole, like, thinking about it. <laughs> 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 oh, it just, oh, gross. And, yeah, like, so we got back together and then he started getting really jealous and we kind of decided like, okay, well, will we disclose the amount of people, you know, the amount of people we slept with while we were apart? Yeah. Why'd we do that? And, um, well, I mean it, so he was like, well, I slept with two people. And then I was like, I slept with four and he, whatever he said, you're supposed to like triple it. Yeah, I know. I should have said like ten, well, <laughs> but he like because boys are dumb. They 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 don't say their number, but they say a number that they think is good. But then it's like fuck. I shouldn't say boys are dumb. That's me, but they are majority. That's kind of true. Me, the like, ones we like, even me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. So I told him that I slept with four, and he like went off on me. Um, he started mm. being like, you know. I don't know, whatever, like how you slept with that many people. That's so embarrassing for me. What if I know one of them? And I was like, you, and I said to him like, well, we, and we were all going out there doing the same thing. We were on the dating apps looking for a fuck. Like we weren't, sorry that it's easy for girls to literally fuck men. Like, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, literally. Um, So then that was just like a theme through the last year of our relationship pretty much was that he was really jealous I went for a I went for lunch with my male friend um and oh, I came home. Oh, I came home and he yeah, he had thrown oh. all of my shit around the room. Like we'd moved in together at this point. Um oh yeah. He threw all of my stuff around the room and it was just really toxic. And that was sort of just the vibe was he would text me at work and be like, I'm feeling really insecure today and I'd come home and he would be like, I'm just thinking about that time that I read because oh. I read your messages and you said that you sent nudes to somebody and I'm oh, worried that, that what if they have those and they're going to use like whatever it was and I was just oh, like I don't can't... think oh no no I feel like if you get back together with someone you have to just be like water under the bridge this is what yeah. it is this is what happened then it's not going to work unless you both yeah. agree to that you can't like dig up the past mm. it just doesn't work mm-hmm. exactly and then the whole this whole time I guess I felt looking back, I felt a bit resentful because like I had planned to move back to Melbourne, which was something I wanted to do for years. Like my family are here. I love Melbourne. A lot of my really close friends are here. And then, yeah, and I didn't. So I think I just resented him for that a little bit. But so that's like sort of the lead up to, I did, yeah, obviously spoiler alert, did end up cheating on him. But I guess... (laughs) I don't know if you guys want to like interject and I'm really clapping you for this. (laughs) (laughs) Tell the story from the very start, how you met this person. What happened, yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll just be quiet and we'll let you take the reins. Alrighty. Well, so I was yeah, living in Perth and my friends in the US were coming to Australia. They live in Chicago, shout out, and um they well, like, we'll be in Sydney for the Australia Day long weekend. So I was like, well, I'll come to Sydney then as well. Like, why not? So went to I, It's so weird I'm sitting here thinking, how did you go to Sydney? I know. Like, COVID, but 
I can't do that. <laughs> and that was literally like the last hurrah because I think the first case in Australia was recorded on like the 23rd of January or something, which was when I was in yeah. like, anyway. Um, so This is all really recent oh, for you. Recent. Yeah, pretty recent. And so I'd had my ex was like, I will, um, he was like, I want to drive you to the airport to go to Sydney. And I was like, no worries. Okay. What, you know, I need to go at like 9.30, like PM, whatever. And he was like, okay, well, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go to the pub with my friends. And I, oh, yeah. Me. And I said to him, I was like, I can get an Uber. It's totally fine. I can get an Uber. Like just eat. I'll make sure I wait for you to come home so I can say goodbye. But if you want to have a few drinks, that's fine. Um, so he was like, no, no, I want to drive you. I want, Cause he was so jealous. He really wanted to like see me off. So he was like, yeah, I want to make sure you've actually gone to here. Yeah. <laughs> Legit. Oh, literally. And he, yeah. So he like dropped me to, oh no, no, he didn't drop me. To, he was like, I really want to, I really want to drop you. And, um, it got to like, I'm quite with time. I'm quite punctual and he was very late to everything. So he, oh, it got to like nine o'clock and I was like, Hey, are you like, what's your plan? Like what time are you coming home? And he, no reply, no reply, no reply. Then like about what time did you have to leave? Like nine thirty. Oh. Yeah. Oh, when it comes to airport, I yeah, so I know. I like everything, but flights. No. I am like four hours. Early. Me too. <laughs> I will walk around. <laughs> hey guys, we've got a flight at Legit. seven p.m. We need to be there at six a.m. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> it's like, like we literally cannot check your bags in because the counter doesn't open for five hours. Your I'm flight like, is tomorrow. That's fine. I'm gonna go to Macclesfield. Use the free Wi-Fi. Mm. I'm going to walk around and look at the shops that don't exist at Melbourne Airport, Literally. but I'm here and I'm ready. Literally. I'm always late for boarding. Honestly, that yeah, <laughs> because you're drinking at the at the bar. That's why. Um, and then there was this whole kerfuffle with the like uh, him going to the pub. He messaged me off his friend's phone and was like, hey, my phone died. I'm like running late, but I should be there at like 9.20. What's that? Are you five years old? How does your phone die? I know. That's what I – and this used to happen all the time. And then when I got annoyed about it, it was like, oh, you're being a bitch, you're being a bitch. I was like, no, I'm not. Like, just charge your phone before you go out. Like, it's not hard. If I didn't go out on 100%, I'd be nervous. Yes, me. Or yeah. every, every bar has a fucking charger. charger behind bar. Or, like, wherever you go, there is an iPhone charger. Unless you have, like, an iPhone – Unless you have a fucking Samsung, you're going to be Kyle. At feet. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Both of you, Android. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, legit. And then so he, yeah, takes it. I'll be home at 9.20. I needed to go at 9.30. And I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's fine. Like, which I was my whole relationship. Like, that's okay. That's okay. And then he got home at, like, 9.25. And I was livid. Like, you don't – I was so mad. I was like – you said you would be here. You you insisted that you wanted to drop me at the airport. Like I said I would get an Uber and it like just caused this huge fight because he was like, oh, so I can't go out with my friends then. I can't go to the pub with my friends. I was like, no, that's not the point. Like that's not the point. It's like, mate, I told you I was happy to get a fucking Uber. I could have avoided this whole situation. Just like the, you yeah, caused it. Like the anxiety that it induces. I was like, I just, I couldn't have, I don't know. It just made me really mad. So we had this big fight as we usually did. And I was like, well, fuck you. I'm getting in an Uber. I'm going to Sydney. 
don't care about you. Went yeah. to Sydney and, like, so yeah. my friends from the US were meeting us there. He didn't even take you. No, well, he'd had, like, four pints. So he... So why did he bother saying is he was like going to take you? Is that, trying to sabotage like your trip? I don't, I don't even know what the idea behind it was. But, I mean, if you're going to have four beers, text me at, like, 8 o'clock and be like, hey, it looks like I'm going to have four beers. Don't text me, like, five minutes before I need yeah. to leave for the airport saying... I know, because then you're like, fuck, now I have to book an Uber. And Uber takes take five to ten literally. minutes to come to your house. And they drive as slow as possible. Oh, oh, they're the worst. In Perth, drivers. it takes like so 25 slow. minutes for an Uber to come to your house because it's a shithole. So. Oh, <laughs> no, that would send me into a frenzy. Literally. I'd be sending like death threats. I would send death yeah. threats. There's nothing more anxiety inducing than going to the airport. It's yeah. true. Honestly. Yeah. And then, so we, I went to Sydney that night and I landed like early the next morning because time difference means with Perth, if you catch a flight at like midnight, you're there, 6 a.m. the next day. And I went to catch up with my friend okay. who – my friend moved over there to be with her boyfriend, so caught up with her. She's so much fun. Um, and shout out Evie. Oh, shout out Evie. Evie. Oh, we love you. We love you. She, um, yeah, she lives in I, – I spoke to her earlier today because I was like, I'm really nervous. Um, but anyway – Oh my God, and um, she so went to her house and I told her about the argument. She was like, don't worry about it. We're meeting your friends from like the US who would come over. Like, let's, you've been looking forward to this. Anyway, we're going out. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, let's just have a good time. Which we literally did. We like went to, we had Bloody Mary's at breakfast at like nine o'clock. Um, this is, this, I don't know why, but I feel like this is just such a Sydney vibe. Yeah. Every time I land there, yeah. it's like, drop my bags, have a shower, and I'm, off to somewhere to drink. Literally. And the weather's always That was it. And, and I'm horny. Oh, so horny for it. Me too, Mitch. Me too. Yes. <laughs> and we, so we just met up with my friends from the US. We went did, and did like the opera bar thing and we just ordered like endless bottles of rosé. Um, and my yeah. ex wasn't oh, yeah. talking to me. Like I'd sent him a message and been like, which was very me at the time, just like, look, I know we had an argument. I'm really sorry for getting annoyed at yeah. you. Like. Let's just try and forget mm-hmm. it. I want to have oh, a good weekend. Oh, no. What is that? Why do we all do that? Why do we do that? It's awful. And then so he never replied to me. And then I remember speak. I was really oh, drunk oh. and I was speaking to my friends like at this pub in Surrey Hills. I remember it so clearly. And they were like, mm-hmm. my friend from the US, Connor, shout out, so he'll probably listen to, he's like, why are you, but why are you with him? Like, and he was like, I'm not being rude, but like, I actually want to know, like, what are the reasons that you're not breaking up with him? And I said, because I'm 20, I'm now 26 years old and I feel like I'm too old. To, like, no, never, never, never. It was so, and I was like, I feel like I'm past it. Like, I totally feel you though. Like, it's just this weird, like societal pressure on you. And I feel like, you know, there's, People, you know, when you get to 26, like half of your friends are yeah. kids and you're like, holy fuck, that's yeah. shit. I don't know. <laughs> no, legit. That was oh, honestly fuck. it. And then they they said to me, like, then why? And they were like, but that's a really bad reason to stay in a relationship. And then one of them said, well, if, um, my yeah, my friend Connor was like, well, if Brian spoke to me like that, then I wouldn't. I've already told them that I'm mentioning them, so don't worry. Um, if Brian talked to me like that, that, then I wouldn't. I would not speak to him. Like I wouldn't stay like that because no, I couldn't deal with that. And the penny just dropped Mm -hmm. for me that night. 
Um, and then I got really drunk yeah. and I... I'm excited for this story. Yeah, I know. And see, this is the thing. And I know it's really, yeah, it's really mean. But anyway, so that night I ended up getting too drunk. I didn't even make it to dinner. I had to go home and like pass out in my Airbnb. <laughs> and then <laughs> woke up the next day and just like was hanging out with, with the boys. They wanted to go, um, they wanted to do like, Aussie things like go to the wildlife park so we did that we went out to like fucking whoop whoop and went to the wildlife park to see some wombats and um and that night we all went to like we went out for dinner we went to drag bingo uh oh no not drag bingo drag dinner dinner at the imperial um shout out to that because that was fucking fun and like so we got so drunk and then I was then we went to this other pub in like Surrey Hills Mm -hmm. and I was so drunk um, we tried to get into what's that pub in Sydney? What's that gay bar in Sydney? That like really the Paris Oh uh, no, what's it called? Stonewall. Stonewall. That's it. That's it. Stonewall. Stonewall we yeah. tried to get into Stonewall with my two friends, and we got rejected. They were like, "You're too, you're too drunk," and we were like, "Are you kidding me? Like, no, we're not." Like, and I know, and. So, Honestly, if you've got rejected, how the fuck did I ever get in? Every time I've been there, I've been like, Duh. And I went back to this bar that my friend was in and she was like, well, how do you expect to get in, in anywhere after 12, like after midnight? And I said to her, I was like, fuck Sydney, fuck this place. You can't get in anywhere after midnight. It's a shithole. I'd rather be in Melbourne. That's what I said. And then I went to the bar and I started having the rant to this bartender, like how come you can't get in any into anywhere in Sydney after midnight? Like this is ridiculous, um, whatever. And anyway, so this guy who was also at the bar turns around and was like, what's your beef with Sydney? And like literally in the middle of me having a giant rant. Flying off. And I'm not even kidding. Like, I was lit and I don't remember most of the night, but I remember his, like, him. And almost in that sort of movie sense of, like, the, like, mm. the cloud comes and he's, like, floating. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of fucking um, Crazy Stupid Yes. Love. Is that the yeah. movie? With Ryan Gosling. I'm thinking this vibe. Mm-hmm. Is it this vibe? Literally. Him at the bar is like, hey, you want to go home with me? And she's like, No. I'm, I'm feeling literally that no that was like it and we so I was talking to him and it was almost like he was just his name was Jack which I find really funny because like it was the most generic name and person mm-hmm. and he was like mm-hmm. he was just compliment he was like you're so pretty you're so like you're so fu-. he was like oh god you're so funny like, like, like pumping up your oh my god and like we ended up like hanging out and then we went to this other bar and yeah, I ended up inviting him back to my Airbnb, and <laughs> um, that's where that happened. And <laughs> and yeah, so and, and I remember like so the next day, I because I texted my friends who I was with that night and just said like, what were your views on that? Because like I just I'm going on this like podcast tomorrow, and I want to like be able to reflect accurately what happened Mm -hmm. and they were like I just remember you coming into brunch like a fucking hero like (laughs) I got glow about you like that yeah I got rid of that fucking baggage glow and I know that it was you you can't do that to someone I don't condone doing that to someone but sometimes you feel yeah exactly but sometimes you feel so trapped that you just can't mm-hmm. break free of it until you put that final nail in the yeah. coffin, which was pretty I'm much sure. what happened. And do, do you know what? I think this story that you're telling right now, 
um, obviously we are not condoning cheating, but I'm going to say in these type of situations when someone's in like a toxic relationship and they feel trapped and they don't know how to ever get out, they it's almost like self-sabotage. Yeah, you do it that. to yeah. get out. You do it to get out. Because I remember when I was with my ex and we broke up, like I, you know, I slept with someone to tell myself, if you sleep with this person, Jackie, there is no going yeah. back because yeah. there's no way you can tell this person that you slept with this person and also it will come out if we get back together. So I almost did it in a way that was like, even though we were broken up, I was still hoping in my head we're going to get back together. But I did it because it was like, no, no, you're going to – this is putting the nail in the coffin. And it's not said. like a – you know, you haven't formed a secret relationship no. and, like, no. you know, sleeping it's with someone. Like you, you, it's not that whole, like, him and the guy I told you not to yeah. talk about. <laughs> yeah. No, li- yeah, yeah, literally. And it just um, – I just re- – I remember very clearly the relief that I felt because I think yeah. I think my mm-hmm. thing was, like, I met him and, you know, got rid of him, said bye to him. Um, but I was like, I will – yeah bye and I was like I will I will be single and I will be fine because I think that was a big thing of mine was like I won't you need that yeah you need that like like it's so weird because I feel like you know you understand when you're in a toxic relationship you end up doubting yourself and feeling so insecure in yourself and it's like a whole other thing that you know a lot of people don't realize that happens when you're in a toxic relationship and a lot of it is your partner, because I remember my ex used to say to me all the time, you will never meet someone yes. that loves me, how I, that loves you as much as I do. And that used to play on my mind. I used to be like, maybe he's right. Maybe he is like the love of my life. Maybe. And like, you know, they just say these things to you and you don't know if like they know that they're saying them to, to fuck with your mind, but it does fuck with you. So, you know, that is a big part of it, knowing that there is people out there that still find me attractive and still want to like put their pee in my V. Yeah, literally. It's kind of like a, you need that validation to be able to go, okay, that's done and I can move on. I can be okay. Yeah, I can, Mm. I can end this. I'm not an ugly troll under the fucking (laughs) bridge. Literally like, so I like, I wrote down two things that, that my ex had said to me like in the previous weeks to us breaking up. So like we weren't having sex, like, at all ever and I would try and initiate it and he would just be like oh no I don't know I'm just tired and I just said like I feel like you're not attracted to me and he said like we weren't even in an argument he said I find it difficult to be attracted to you when you're such a bitch I, I, I would have fucking I would have literally fucking clobbed the car <laughs> over the head this living shit out of someone like you just how could you say Legit. that to someone that is so fucking honestly horrible. like I would have literally projecting your issues or what grabbed the throat and you know what and I feel like and this is like the case with my ex he always like he was the first guy I've ever you know like properly been with and I didn't have any gay friends at that point he'd always be like oh your friend Max and like ask my mum be like are they they straight together and I'm like Max is a straight male who's (laughs) fucked half of my friends so no we haven't slept together. Uh, Stop trying to project your issues. I mm. feel like sometimes it's a guilt thing. It is a guilt thing. You know what I mean? And I, I, I actually stand strongly by this. If someone is questioning you so much about your own yeah. friends and making you feel shit about it, it makes me think then, 
what have you done with yes, your friends? Hundred percent, because it's like it's what almost like I know. It's like they know what they're capable mm-hmm, of doing, mm-hmm. so they push it back on you, being mm-hmm. like, "Well, you know, if I've done it, mm-hmm. you maybe do you're it doing it to me." Honestly, and it's, I'm sure it's not always the case, but I feel like whenever no, someone it's... puts you under the thumb and is like. What are you doing? Even- Who, why are you so close with your friend? It's like, well, why are you so close with your friend? Because at the time, I was, like, I was as innocent as could be. And I'm being accused. You know, I was like fucking freshly 18. You're cheating on me. And I'm like, you're literally the only gay person I know. And you're my boyfriend, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Who the fuck do you think I'm rooting? What? No, we're flying off. Oh, no. Like, this tequila is major. Major trigger warnings. I'm also drunk. But, um, yeah. And then he also said to me, like, a couple of weeks prior. <laughs> a couple of weeks prior to when he, um, when we broke up, he said, you're, you're a mental basket case and you'll make your next boyfriend as miserable as you make me. I remember it so oh clearly. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, disgusting. And I just nasty, nasty things to say. Like it's all about at the end of the Um, day, yeah, it's all about like just trying to make you feel like you could never get anybody else. Like I remember you saying that, Jackie, on one of the the episodes. Like you like it's all about making you feel like you couldn't do better. And then I met this guy and I was like, I can do better. Do a fucking lot better. Yeah, and then you just you can find a lot better on a one night stand. Or even if just being on your own is better yes. than dealing with yeah, that fucking. Yeah, exactly. Bullshit. And like anyone, anyone can you know, I would if anyone is like relating to that sort of like relationship scenario, I or has heard any of that sort of stuff, I'd be like, you can do better. Like they're trying to make you feel like you can't, and you can. Hundred percent. And do you know what? This is like advice that I've told myself over the years that you know. You were fine before you met mm-hmm. someone, so you'll be fine after you exactly. met someone. Exactly. You know just what I mean? Like, you just will be fine. Like, yeah. even if, you know, you're with someone that you think is amazing and, you, like, you know, they dump you or whatever, like, you were fine before them, you'll be fine exactly. after Exactly. That's just, I've, I've learned that over a, you know, shorter amount of time. But, all right, getting into right. it. So, when you slept with this guy... What happened then? Did you when did did you tell your ex what what happened? So what happened with that was like so we went home and I slept with him and we got lunch the next day, which was really weird. But like anyway, yeah. So it was a very like for me just. I was like an undercover yeah undercover cutie but like you know I was like I'm not gonna get you I'm not gonna push this like for for me you're sort of my guardian angel who like existed in that moment we don't need to like push that anymore um and then I Yeah. yeah obviously caught up with my friends and I was like I don't really know what to do I don't know whether to tell him to not tell him I wanted to tell him because it kind of incited this like um rage in me like once it had happened I was like you treated me like shit and I wanted to almost like tell him straight away and my friends were like are you gonna go home and break up with him and I was like yes and then they were like then don't Mm -hmm. then don't tell him because that's the type of thing that fucks someone up if you've decided that you're going to break up with him and that's the thing you're definitely going to do um You've put the nail in the, your in the coffin yourself by doing that, but do you want you mm-hmm. know? 
do you think it's going to benefit him? Not him to have something to like. It'll cause you. For? It'll cause you more drama. Exactly, and they were like, "If you're going to just break up with him, then just do it." So basically, I was like, "Yeah, I yeah. won't tell him." I came up with this plan. I was like, sitting on the plane, like going back home to Perth, thinking, "Okay, well, what I'll do is I'll sleep in our spare room, and then I will send him a text and be like, "Hey, I got home okay. Do you mind if we have a chat tomorrow?" And I, and then oh. halfway through, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah and then halfway through the flight halfway through the flight like I took this Valium because my I was so worried after I did that I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to deal with this so my friend's boyfriend um gave me like this Valium and I took it and then I was like just dro- dozing away falling asleep on the plane and then I just had this like you know how you guys had that episode about like when you just like something clicks and you just know like you just have this gut instinct I was like he's read He's read yeah. my messages. I don't know how. He's read them. <gasps> no! No! <laughs> yeah. No! Yeah, I was like, I just. I have PTSD. I have PTSD. <laughs> and you're on a flight. Okay, this must be the most helpless you've ever felt. Literally. You're literally on a flight. <laughs> you, can, you cannot check. You cannot get onto your phone. You cannot do anything. You can't, like, you have to wait until you fucking land and turn your phone off airplane mode to do anything. No, legit. And then I was literally, like, because I was half, like, cooked off this Valium, like, my body was, like, I just want to go to sleep. And then my, like, mind was, like, no, you need to, like, come up with a plan. Like, you need to, like, what are you going to do? So I I was, like, okay, well, in that case, I'm just going to go into the room because we were living together, go into the room and be, like, hey, um, let's have a chat tomorrow I'm gonna go sleep in the spare room but keep it keep it nice so I went in to when I landed got an uber home went into the room and he was like how was it and I was like yeah it was good oh he was awake yeah and he was like um what you do Friday and I was like oh we went to the opera bar we did this we did that and he was like that's great what you do Saturday and I like told him what I did Saturday and I knew I knew and he was like Oh, cool. Interrogation. That, that pub, like, who'd you go with? So, wait, when you say, like, were you messaging this guy that you'd slept with in Messenger? No. Like, in. No, okay. it was just like. Or was it your friend? It was the friends. Know? It was like the group chat because everyone was like, yeah, oh. now, like, where have you been? You coming to brunch? And I was like, <laughs> oh. Um, and that, yeah. And then I kind of like sent screenshots and stuff of things to them. Um, and <laughs> he saw them. And yeah, he was basically like, yeah. Wait, how did he have access to yeah. What's that? How did he have access to So this? basically he logged into my work laptop, which was at home. Oh, yeah, because you know how you just know people's passwords when you like are in a relationship? Yeah, yeah, so that yeah. was basically it. And he logged into my work password. He didn't trust me, which like. To be fair, okay, fair, like, you know, I did something wrong. Oh, but for the four years that we were together, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, there was nothing I did. Yeah, I know I know. you say that, yeah, fair, because you did do something wrong. But before then, you had never no. done anything wrong. He was the one that didn't trust himself. Exactly. Like, literally, that was, yeah, yeah pretty much. And so he, I, yeah, and then he was like, oh, so that pub you went to, like, who'd you go with? And I was like, I went with, like, my friends, Evie. I knew and then he was like and who else and then where'd you go then what you do and I said I was like quiet it was like a movie I was quiet and then I go I know you've read my messages and then he said yeah I have and just so you know I'm breaking up with you 
Oh, yeah, good on you, mate. I'm going to break up with you, so I'm the one who's done it. Like, it makes a fucking difference. And I literally said to him, whatever helps you sleep at night. (laughs) Yes, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, we just, like, had a chat about it. And he, honestly, because his point of view was that, like, I I went off and I, like, fucked someone else, and then my plan was to come back and get back with him. He said to me, like, don't yeah, exactly. Oh, no, you have not in he, my mind. Honest, honestly, <laughs> and he said to me like, "Oh well, um, maybe if you were just like breaking up with me, then I'd fuck you one last time." But like, you're actually disgusting, and I'm not going to do that. And I was like, um, "I didn't, oh, I didn't come back here. Like, oh. I didn't come back here to think like, oh, we're going to like, I didn't come back here being like, oh, oh yeah, I want to fuck you. Oh, it was so after hard. that night out with the guy that I just met that was so nice. I really wanted to come back and fuck my <laughs> One last time. I really wanted that. For 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 memory's sake, just one last route, please, yeah. please give it to literally. Meanwhile, you're actually coming home to sleep in another bed to break up with him the next and, day. But basically he, like, post that. I moved, luckily, like, one of my lovely, lovely friends had a spare room and let me stay there and until I got my job in Melbourne um, and moved back here finally. But he, so he owed me some money just from you know, being in a relationship, you pay Did for you get it. Did you ever get it? Pestered him about this like three hundred dollars. He finally transferred it to me with the ta- with the subject wow. line cheater. <gasps> oh no, salty. No, salty. And I was like telling all my friends, I was like, I really want to like send him one cent back and be like, deserved it, but I won't. And um You're a <laughs> <laughs> Here's my one cent. Literally. And yeah, that was like basically it. He was really salty, um, like through the whole thing. He even owed me, like I found out there was some bill that he owed me money for and I tried to get that back from him. But, yeah, like he didn't, but I wasn't like losing sleep over that. Um, but yeah, he's just yeah. a grudge-holdy little. And I know the fact that I'm. I always are. Oh, and the fact that I'm in lockdown in Melbourne will make him so happy. Like that's kind of what pisses me off oh. is I'm like the fact that I moved here and I can't do You're anything. Probably still getting more than he is. I'm probably what? Still getting. No, more I than probably he is. am. Like to be, to be fair. I, I think 100. percent See, well, where you live is like heart of the heart dick. of the dick. Yeah, especially for me being yeah. gay. But you know, it's great, it's a great place to be if you're single. And I've said, as I've said before, it's so much easier for a female to hook up with yeah. a male than it is for a male to hook up with a female. And also, so. oh, I was going to say it, but I probably can't. I was going to say, you know. Oh, there's a lot more talent in Melbourne than there is. Oh, 100%. You can say that. <laughs> purely, purely because there's a bigger population. Yeah. Wink, wink. Um, but, yeah, Melbourne Melbourne is definitely the place to be. And, yes, we're in lockdown, but, like, this summer is going to be off its Oh, my God. Like, oh, so right. excited. And I was going to tell you guys this story. I don't think I told it. And if I did, then I'm drunker than I think I am. But, like, I told you guys. Uh, okay, so this is like a very turbo story. Um, oh, like re my ex and do, yeah. Anyway, so basically I was going out on this night, night out with my friends and we were like, we just, you know, when you know, it's just going to be like a huge night out. Like everyone had been really busy, yeah. had been out for a while and like yeah. we went out and then um, we went out to this place. So we had gotten quite lit that night 
And I was out till about four in the morning. So basically, I went out with my friends to this event called Out of Body and we were really lit and my ex didn't come yes. with us. And then we basically mm-hmm. um, just were out for ages. We were out till like four in the morning and then I kind of decided, no, it's time to go home, but I'll go back to my exes. So I went back to my exes. I texted him, but he didn't respond, obviously, because it was four in the morning. And then... Um, mm-hmm. This was after you've broken up. Oh no, no, this was while we were together. This is just a zesty, a zesty side story for fun because I feel like it's going to (laughs) be. We love love it. I feel like it's going to be relevant to the wind down audience. And I pulled like so. Anyway, I was like trying to get in and I couldn't. And he lived next to a BWS, so like there was a car park, and I pulled a. Um, council bin like next to his back door and I just like climbed over and like jumped into his back garden and his housemate was there was sitting there like smoking bongs and I was like and I was like um hey like how are you going and he was like he was so shook he was like what the fuck where did you come from and I was like really lit I was like looking around like like a little gremlin like honestly and then um I was like can you let me in so he let me in and I went upstairs to my ex and he was like you he was like oh you're so annoying so annoying like really like giving me a hard time and okay this is peak wind down I woke up at like probably an hour later or so and I was I did not know where I was I had no understanding of where I was so I needed to go to the toilet and I pissed on his mm-hmm. floor. <laughs> I just, just pissed on his floor. Oh and he was like, what the fuck? So, oh, my God. Do you, do you watch TikTok? Yes, I do. You know, TikTok's like, I'll just, I guess I'll just piss on the floor. I have not seen that. That has not come up in my suggested, oh my but I feel like it should. Right. And that's literally, that's why I think you guys are great and, like, this podcast is great in general, like, because me and my, my friend who recommended it to me, we, we're both – um quite turbo in the sense that we will do shit that is so yeah. embarrassing and I honestly thought I was uh-huh. the only person to do it like I was like oh god it's just me oh like god. it's only me that does this embarrassing shit like pissing on someone's does. floor and does. like but no it's <laughs> not <laughs> it's been eye-opening for us because we're like god everyone's gonna think we're so wrong <laughs> we just do the weirdest shit but like everyone's like so we do people, that too we're like, like oh, okay cool, maybe we cool, are cool. somewhat normal no not fully but no, definitely. There's nothing fun about being that person who's like cooks, bakes cakes for their boyfriend. Like no one's like that's not yeah, fun. <laughs> it's lame. <laughs> lame as fuck. No offense right. if you do that. All right. So yeah, thank you so much for you coming on. It's been like the best. What are your thoughts on the situation now, looking back? Even though it's still quite fresh, but how do you feel about it now? Yeah, I think that's like interesting. Hey, like I. If I look at where I am, like I wanted to be in Melbourne, like near my family so much that like now I'm here and, yes, there are things outside of my control that make it not an ideal place to be, but do I regret Mm. it in terms of where I am? No. Like I did Mm, what I needed to do to get to where I am. Um, But do I regret having to like put someone through that? Yes, I do. And I think as well like – if I were if I were to do it again, to go back and do it again, I think I would say like I would want to 
I don't know, go see a psych and, and talk. Like, yeah, like talk about why I was unhappy because I didn't know to, I didn't outwardly say, oh, I'm unhappy in my it's relationship. It's hard to know in that it situation is. Though, and, that you're And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's that retrospect. You need yeah. that. You, like, and that's, I feel like that's the thing with most um, growth situations in your yeah. life that you look back and you're like, I shouldn't have been friends with that person or I shouldn't have dated that person or I shouldn't have turned that way that day or whatever it was like you know the it, retrospect is like a you can only understand it when you've already done exactly it. you don't you don't sit like because i i feel like that'll about so many yeah you situations. don't sit every day thinking do i do a do 100%. i do b do i do you don't a, sit do there and look at your situation and go no you know how is my relationship affecting me yeah you're just so in the moment that you're just like yes no see you later bye mm-hmm. done sold yeah. whatever <laughs> do happens. you think Good question. Do you think if you hadn't have met that guy on that night out, you'd still be with this ex Yeah, now? I think I would be. And I think that's fucked, isn't yeah, it? Like, fucked. well, may- maybe not now because I don't fucked. know what's happened, but if I didn't meet him and if I didn't cheat on him, I reckon I would have, yeah, I would have gone back and I would have been like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would have 100%. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'd be in Melbourne at the moment, like near my family and in the job yeah. that I am, like where I actually want to be. Oh, wow. So... Yeah. If, yeah. This is how I always think. Like, if my ex hadn't have dumped me, and my sister hasn't hadn't have said to me, "If you get back with him, I won't be here yeah. for you," I would probably still yeah. be with him. I probably would. I would have been probably fighting for him because I, in my stupid peanut head, <laughs> would have been like, "We are in pain. Like we are. We are yeah. so in love. Like we love each other so much." It's like, bitch, no, you fucking don't. No, you fucking literally. Don't. And it was just the perfect and- storm of people being like, like my friends, kind of saying, "Well, why are you with him?" And me actually like having to assess that mm-hmm. and being like oh because I feel like I'm too old to be with anyone else and then being like are you fucking yeah. kidding me like and then it, mm-hmm. it was all of that that made me really like reassess where I was with the whole mm-hmm. thing so yeah it was like a few yeah. things this obviously is something that you needed you're back in Melbourne like you wanted to be you sound like you're really happy and confident and like you know doing well for yourself I feel like this is something that needed to happen 100% regardless of Regardless of blame or you know what happened and who's who and what hap- whatever, like this needed to happen for you to be where you are now. Hundred percent. Yeah. You sound like you sound like you're really comfortable and like you're loving life and you're, you know you're literally the best. Oh, thank we you, guys. So wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Sometimes it just needs to be done. Uh. And we've all been there. We've all had those like toxic things. And I hope like if any, if anybody were listening who like felt that they were in some sort of toxic situation would kind of recognize it because yeah, it get otherwise it it, like spirals down so quickly and yeah, it just, you don't even notice it. And then I like, I feel like I'm a smart person. And then like you suddenly find yourself in this situation and you're like, oh my God. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, literally. Honestly. I I used to think that I was like so strong in my relationship and then when I think about it now and I look back on it I'm just like holy fuck Jackie like I know you are the What's dumbest idiot oh, no. I've ever met in my life oh, like, why did you, you give back? him this many like passes oh, yeah, I know you look back and you're like what the fuck was I fuck thinking up. and how did I ever put up with that shit honestly honestly but you can't get to that point can't I, I honestly don't think unless you're like so like strong-minded and like you know powerful yeah. from the get-go which I think comes with you know experience and age and mm-hmm. you know your life yeah 
We All right, guys. Woo! <laughs> we will see you next week. We love you so much, and thank you so much. Thank for you. Thank you so much, thank guys. Love you so much, and we.